Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we are reading books outside of our comfort zones. I'm Anna. And I'm Em. This week on Shelf Aware, we're finishing up our literary submitted unit from literary slummer Lori. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori, who suggested that we read gender-swapped retellings. And we started Mm -hmm. off with the Lady Sherlock series, Lady Sherlock Book One, Mm -hmm. uh, then we went on to read the classic gender swap retelling of uh, Twilight uh, with Life and Death by Stephanie Honestly, Meyer. the most important one of our generation, surely. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, and now we're wrapping it up with uh, not the first book that we said we were going to read in case you <laughs> don't listen to our uh, middle grade or, you know, like series episodes. Um, we mentioned in the last one that we did a whoopsie and... Uh, we picked a book that hasn't been published yet and is not going to be out until next the or is not going to be out until early next year. Um, Which, so we looking the, forward to it. Yeah, but. it looks cute. So hopefully it is. Um, but we won't know for several more months if we remember to read it at that point. Um, <laughs> so we read a different book in the same, I guess, imprint. Um, yeah, series. it's listed as like a series of books on like Goodreads and um, Storygraph called like the Remixed. Remix Classics. I'm trying to look up who the publisher is it's of these. something and something. I remember it's, it's yes. three words and there's Fable a Fable and Friends. Let me there see who the big publishing house, which, who is this an imprint of? Macmillan. Okay. So. So the book that we ended up reading was Travelers Along the Way by Amina Maysafi, um, which is a Robin Hood remix. Um, mm-hmm. So, Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about kind of this book going in, Mm -hmm. but I almost feel like I should save most of them for the beginning of when we get into the book, even though it's not really like plot stuff. It's more like overall stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's just a lot of like, I feel like it's going to be a lot. So I will just for now say that my opinion of this book is it was generally fine, but I don't think it worked overall for or it didn't work in doing what it set out to do. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it was kind of making me think that, like, do I not know anything about Robin Hood? Um, I Like, we have, of course, like, we have a group of, of uh, merry, merry men and women uh, who are um, – doing doing little little thieveries little little uh fun mischiefs and one of them does wear a green hood but like uh, how much of this is i mean her name's rahma al hood so i mean Mm -hmm. there's like you get it but yeah yeah overall it's is it robin hood (laughs) yeah um and it's interesting because it takes place like a little before like the traditional robin hood well story is told because sort like of. king richard he's kind of in this one and then he, he then he is like kidnapped and that is kind of like well not kidnapped but like he's kind of held hostage it had like a timeline in the back of the book where it's like and then this happens and that's when like the robin hood would traditionally start so it's I like i think he's held hostage let me see in the he, back of the book let's see what she says maybe i'm wrong I don't have the... I I didn't know this at all about Robin Hood, so I was just kind of like... This is like a timeline of the Third Crusade. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, they say... Richard I of England returns home but is shipwrecked in the Adriatic Sea. He is found captured and imprisoned by Duke Leopold V of Austria. And incidentally, this is where the traditional Robin Hood legends began. 
So it's just like a Which little is bit also after. incorrect, but that's fine. Mm. Um, <laughs> like I said, I got a lot. I got a lot to comment about mm-hmm. the Robin Hood of it all, and we'll get to it. Yeah, um, I just feel like I don't know anything about Robin Hood, mm-hmm. but I I I liked what this book was trying to do. Um, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the care. Like, if you take the Robin Hood out of it, it's kind of like, yeah, this is like a yeah. fun little road trip book that takes place in like the the background of it is the um uh the the Crusades and like the wars and stuff that are happening in and around Jerusalem, and uh, so I thought it was a very interesting uh, reading experience. But there was something about the writing, and and this might be me because I had this problem too with the book. I was trying to like read for my extracurricular reading you know it's mm-hmm. just like I couldn't connect with the writing like something about it was like I couldn't get fully engrossed in the story like I normally would mm-hmm. but again that might just be me I am a little bit sick this week so my brain is my brain is not functioning as well as it normally would be which is like not like at peak brain my it's not good anyway but right, like right. <laughs> <laughs> I had like some sleep depriva- deprivation because I'm coughing all night long it's really bad. So I don't know if that was me, but yeah, there was just something about the writing that like put me at a distance from the characters and the events that were happening to them. And I like, it, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't like, this was like a solid, just like, it's a YA adventure yeah. book that's fine and it does its job, but it's not like, I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, you have to read this one. Yeah, I think that's where I sit with it too. Um, like there's nothing wrong with it necessarily right it's it's nothing that I'm like uh I didn't like this or whatever it just wasn't my cup of tea and I mean Mm -hmm. we kind of joked about this when we were texting earlier um that like it's a road trip story and neither of us like road trip stories Mm -hmm. and maybe we should have gotten the hint from the name of the book travelers along the way (laughs) along the way of what this road trip (laughs) Um, and I I also feel like it just didn't have the space to do what what I wanted it to do because like it was so short it was pretty short and considering it was a really quick 300 page book considering like I don't feel it was particularly plot forward like there was Mm -hmm. plot but I don't think the plot was like necessarily the point that yeah the point it's more Mm -hmm. the camaraderie and the gang and whatnot and especially the sister relationship Mm -hmm. um and I didn't feel like it got enough airtime like they weren't yeah they weren't super fleshed out were they like yeah it was kind of just like i'm picking up a new person and i'm adding to them get them to the gang and i will die for this person now and i'm like mm-hmm. that's a, a little quick yeah uh, and i i like that almost makes me be like well of course because it's a robin hood story and like none of the characters in robin hood are fleshed out in any of the Robin Hood tales are like particularly fleshed out, but mm-hmm. like that's kind of the point of modern or like writing it yeah, from a modern the perspective would be, mm-hmm. you know, you're fleshing it out and those are in, you know, ballads that are a few pages. And this was like, it was not, it was too long that the character should have been that like flat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I yeah, this would have worked well as like sh- I, yeah. short fiction. Yeah, it needed to mm-hmm. either be shorter, and therefore it's okay that we're just kind of getting like with the mm-hmm. characters, or it needed to be longer and have them more fleshed out. I yeah, think, for it to really be a home run for me. Yeah, I think if this was like a sub two hundred page book, mm-hmm. uh, that they just kind of like picked up the pace a little bit with some of the like I felt like there was a lot of like 
in-betweens that we didn't really need or just like mm-hmm. some downtime stuff or like yeah if, if we trimmed a lot of that out and made this a shorter novella I think it would have really it really would have gone over a lot better for me because you're not expecting as much development and stuff from from a short shorter work mm-hmm. but yeah there was just something about it like like we have the at the heart of it like two sisters who don't who are very like competitive with each other but also have very differing personalities and one feels like the younger sister feels it is her responsibility to look after the older sister who is kind of like more hot-headed and temperamental and wants to go to war and stuff and yeah the younger one is like I'm gonna like tell her we're going but then like protect her by taking her somewhere else and like we don't we get like a kind of a big blow up at the end but there's no real like I didn't feel any closure from that. Like they just argued the entire book. Mm-hmm. You never saw a moment with the two of them. We're like, oh, yeah, they are sisters, and this is a sweet relationship they have. And they they just you know they butt heads a lot. No, it's just kind of like I think I was, would be annoyed if I was traveling with them. I think it was supposed to be spoiler for towards the end of this book, but uh, the coming out scene was supposed to be kind of the like, mm-hmm. and I get the intention there of like she's been hiding this thing from mom from uh rama and uh like this is her being fully honest with her and so like they're able to resolve all these other things that they're you know but like it didn't it didn't it didn't Mm -hmm. land i don't think so Mm -hmm. i don't know it it didn't really their relationship was just kind of there and yeah which is again making it sound sound like I really hated this book which isn't my intention I think like moving into recommendations I think kind of like we said if you're interested in this time period or you would like Mm -hmm. to see a new viewpoint on this time period I think that this was a good book for that um I do think like the hijinks and stuff were pretty fun you know solid yeah solid hijinks um so you know if that's the sort of thing that you're just kind of a like we said it's pretty short so quick read I think this um, is good for like a younger YA audience. Yeah, I think that mm-hmm. you know it's perfectly. Will it will definitely have uh, fans who uh, fit those kind of categories. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to like here, and there's I think enough to be for for a younger reader to be like, oh, I see myself in X Y Z character, you know, and can relate to them. But um, as an older reader and I, someone who is like picking this book apart because of entertainment purposes it was kind of like well well, you know it's fine it's fine it's fine but also it did make me question like who is the target audience for this because the titles of the chapters were all like song references but they were all like song references that i got and I'm like, if I get it, it probably means it's dated. So like, who is this yeah. for? You know? <laughs> they were very millennial, weren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the first one, Ooh Delali. Okay, that's Robin that's Hood, Robin right? Hood. But then we get like, Just Seen a Face, A Horse with No Name. Uh, I think Seven Nation Army Seven was Nation a song Army's title. Such Great Heights. <laughs> yeah, it's very like, nothing too current i don't think which eh, maybe that's a good thing she's picking stuff that has staying power but i don't know i don't know it's interesting um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. any differences in who you would recommend it to than what we've kind of already stated yeah i don't i don't think so i think i think this is this is a good one for you know but younger readers um you know across the board um it's just like a fun little adventure novel 
uh, that is a fun take on Robin Hood. Like, I, I did think this was a very interesting uh, uh, retelling or remix, I guess, is what they're what they're going with here with their branding, the remix classic. Um, I do like the changes that were made, but yeah, I just I just wish we had some more time to sit with it and explore it a little bit more. I want to put a pin in what you just said because that's yes, almost exactly what I'm going to be board. arguing against in this first bit of. Oh, you don't like the changes? Um, no, I don't think this was a retelling. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is a retelling or a remix. I think it was a retelling of a different book. It's fine. Oh, a different book. Yeah, I think so. Um, Interesting. But speaking of different books, what have you been yeah. reading recently that you recommend? And I feel like you're going to steal mine. No, okay. no, I don't think so. Okay, go ahead. If I if I do, I'm very surprised. Um, well, I tried to read this book, and I ha- I think I might have to put it down. But I think it is a good book. But like I said, I'm having a really hard time connecting with the text Mm -hmm. for whatever reason and there's no reason I shouldn't like this you know I think the writing is very lyrical and it is it is a it is an interesting mysterious horror story that's being told just for whatever reason my brain is not functioning so I want I got like like a third of the way through this book and I want to keep reading it but I'm going to put it down for now but if you want to pick this up and read it and tell me if I'm going to like it and should keep going Mm -hmm. definitely do um but I started reading Heart Haunt Havoc by uh Fredis Moon and it is a book about two people, one of whom is a an exorcist and the other who is living in this home by themselves and is being haunted by the ghost or spirit of their ex-husband. Um, and it is, it's very interesting. There's a lot of like LGBT, LGBTQIA rep in this book and I... It just, I don't know. I find it just, there's a romantic entanglement already. And <laughs> so it's like a lot of things going on that I feel like I'm like, I should like this. But I don't know. Something about this week of coughing my lungs out. I've not been able to focus. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to, to get into anything when you're not feeling top notch. Yeah. I unfortunately was able to read a football romance, though, because my entire TikTok algorithm has only been videos of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And I was like, you know what? I do want to read a sports romance was now. Was it the one you sent me that was like very blatantly? The two I wish. No. <laughs> I was like, I do. I do want to read this. Well, it all started because I got back on my Webtoons bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm like, for some reason. OK, you, you go read a Webtoons and you're like. I, I need more of this because of the way that they string you along is you can only read so many um, episodes a day or whatever without paying money. And uh, we are not going to pay money to this app. We are only going to read the allotted amount you can read every day for free. But but then it's like, these are just romance stories. I should be able to find like a romance book or something yeah. somewhere that hits the same feel. But it's not. Webtoons just it's different I don't know what it is about it so then I got into a bunch of k-dramas but whatever so then my algorithm I turned to TikTok I'm like what should I be reading but everyone is just telling me no look at Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was like okay football romance it is and I did read one I don't know if I'm going to recommend it but I will tell you all what I read because I I did enjoy it for what it was it was like a fake dating uh situation where she is his agent's ex-wife and they have to do they he He's been in love with her for like forever and uh, he just they have the opportunity to do a fake relationship and they do. It's called Pick Six by Maggie Rodden. Rod, Rod, Rodon, Rodon, R-A-W-D-O-N. Uh, that was like harder to say than I thought it was going to be just looking at it. I don't know her last name. I'm sorry. Um, 
but it, it I don't know I don't I don't know who I would recommend this to to read it because it's very much like these are my personal interests and I don't know how many people overlap with my personal interests when it comes to these types of romances but I just need to know how many um injuries were in the book that someone oh back from uh well you know there's one they get into a fight at the beginning and they both get injured and they have like a little moment but then like there's no other injuries like there's no football injuries what's the point all of it is like pr stuff that they're doing but she is a museum curator so there is like a little bit of museum stuff they got to do they you know i just it wasn't great but it was exactly what i needed while i was laying in bed uh, I read it all in like one day, so um, not proud of that. But it was it was entertaining and lots of sex. So whatever, hey. you know what? <laughs> what what are you what are you reading that is actually relevant and good? Well, I've got one that's relevant and good, but I've got one that segues better with what you just said, which is speaking mm, of lots mm-hmm. of sex. Ku did give me another three free months. Hell yeah! And I am churning through the rest of that Ruby Dixon backlog. Hell yes. Um, <laughs> And then uh, the one that I actually, you know, it feels like a cop out because we kind of already recommended it me twice at this point. But uh, I think you twice also. Um, <laughs> we really like it, apparently. Continuing the Lady Sherlock series. Uh, Hell yeah. Finished book three. I forgot I read that. Yeah, that's why yes. I was like, I bet you're going to steal it. Which I we started this, this unit with, so I felt like I should mention it. Uh, third book has been my favorite so far. It, they just keep getting better. Yeah. I don't know. Very I couldn't good. believe, I couldn't believe how it wrapped up. And I was like, I, that was the. I was not expecting that person to have done the thing. And yeah, it was, I know, right? Well, it was so good. good. I can't wait very to good. read the fourth book. Uh, oh. But let's talk about this retelling and whether yes. or not it is one. Um, I want to just start by asking you, Anna, and mm-hmm. you've kind of already said you're not sure slash not a lot. What is the Robin Hood story? Robin Hood steals from the rich and gives to the needy. He takes a wee percentage, but he's not greedy, okay. right? <laughs> um, no, it's it's like they do they do the bow and arrow contest, which they kind of allude to here as like a teehee. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got there's like a king who's not supposed to be the king. Like they're waiting for the guy to come back. Is like isn't there? Is like the little like listen. My experience no, no, with good. Robin Hood. Tell me as many facts about Robin mm-hmm. Hood that you can. They all live in the forest. Uh-huh. There's a Maid Marian, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they. <laughs> I don't. Really, that's I guess that's all I know. Who are, I know who does he hang the, out with? What are some of his friends? Oh, Mary, the, the John, mm-hmm. little John. There's a, a rooster in the Disney movie. There is, and he's actually based. He his name in the Disney movie is one of the Merry Men, and it does make sense which one he is supposed to be. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, because the point that I want to bring up here mm-hmm. is that Robin Hood is not a story. Robin Hood is a character who exists mm-hmm. in several different ballads across a long period of time, mm-hmm. not, many of which contradict each other and does not have a coherent plot A to B to Z. Oh, good. It's not just so me. It's not you. Great. <laughs> it's I'll... that Robin Hood is, like, which is a problem I have with a lot of Robin Hood retellings that I've come across I'm like why are you bothering to do this because there the and there's certain things that I think that we think are like canon to Robin Hood and mm-hmm. they really aren't right mm-hmm. um like where he shoots the arrow into yes. the arrow yes well actually weirdly that one that specifically the splitting the arrow does uh-huh. have a really long history in the ballads. Damn. Yeah, that that is one that is pretty early. So the thing that I was um 
like trying to compare it to was the King Arthur story, right? Where that is also mm-hmm. a character that exists in many different um, oral traditions before really being written down. But I think the big difference is that there is a thing that we can point out that we can point at that kind of codifies Arthur, right? And that's uh, Le Morte Arthur by Mallory, right? So mm-hmm. like kind of most of the retellings and reimaginings of Arthur reference that specific version of Arthur. It does mm-hmm. pull from other, that itself pulls from earlier traditions, but that's kind of like, usually when people are saying I'm doing a Arthur retelling, they're talking about the story as it is presented in Lamorte to Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of that is like, like occasionally people will be like, oh, well, you know, this didn't happen this way in an earlier version. So I'm going to reference that more. But generally the Western canon uses Lamorte to Arthur as kind of like, this is what the Arthur story is. Right. And we don't uh-huh. have that for Robin Hood. There wasn't really Lamorte like to Robin Hood. We don't have a Lamorte. Well, we do actually have several ballads about how he dies. And that's actually oh. one of the things that does stay pretty consistent too. Which how is does he die? Um, he, usually goes to an abbey for the end of his life and the prioress mm-hmm. there poisons him damn yeah why and in one version i can't i think it was uh a 19 early 1900s movie made mm-hmm. marion actually poisons him no um, because she becomes a, a nun and he like she realizes there isn't a place for robin hood anymore Hmm. so like rather than see him exist in a world that does not accept him she like poisons him wow yeah fucked up anyway that's um, really messed up he couldn't have just gotten a job like baking cakes or something (laughs) no of course not um so okay so the things that are like pretty canon to robin hood right Mm -hmm. um first off crusades not it's not uh the original Mm. robin hood stories had nothing to do with the crusades um, okay. They were more, uh, also didn't have anything to do with like the false king. The thing that um, you're referencing is Prince John, um, yeah. who was the brother of Richard Lionheart and in a mm-hmm. lot of more like like later versions of the Robin Hood story, um, he was often considered to be a nobleman who had gone to the Crusades uh, with Richard and came back and his land was stolen by the Sheriff of Nottingham. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so he became an outlaw because he was dispossessed of his home. And so was like, I'm going to rob from the rich is usually what we say now. But a lot of the early ones, like the very early ones is actually clergy. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Mm. um, Yeah. Interesting, right? Same thing. Same thing. But also like interesting. Interesting change there. Yeah. Clergy. When like when we move to the crusade era, we move away from him stealing from clergy members, hmm. right? Because like oh, mm-hmm. we like religion now. Um so yeah, so that's kind of the the general not plot line of like later Robin Hood stories, but like vibe is just he is a nobleman who went to the crusades fought with king richard came back had his land stolen and now is an outlaw with a bunch of other dudes and they do outlaw things right Mm -hmm. um the earlier versions don't have him necessarily as a nobleman they don't have anything to do with the crusades um it's just a dude who is out in the forest and robs from the clergy. The other thing that is usually like pretty present about him is that he is like super, super into the Virgin Mary. 
that's in like what kind of way like he just like worships her her oh, okay which i would kind of this is me speculating on like stuff i haven't looked into super a ton but i would kind of speculate that the early connection of robin hood um to the virgin mary and like the way that he is used as this like uh forest figure kind of harkens to pre-christian um worship of like mother figures being actual like a deity you know mm. like that's kind of the vibe i get from it that maybe there it's was some boy. like there was some like pre-christian stories myths legends whatever that kind of influenced mm, like this. a mother yeah goddess yeah kind of. exactly okay. that's kind of my thought but you know i don't really have evidence to back that up at this point because i haven't looked into i'd it believe much. it the bow shooting one is a pretty like an archery contest is a pretty early like one of the exploits he goes on um mm-hmm. little john is one of the earliest uh like named uh merry men who there's record of so he's kind of an early addition um maid marion did not come up until way later and she's kind of a bastardization of a different Marion who was involved with like May Day, basically, was a figure mm-hmm. around that who um, eventually got linked with Robin Hood in, I think, like the 1600s. Um, but originally Robin Hood's like girlfriend was a shepherdess. So that was a whole thing named like Clorinda, I think. Clorinda. Yeah. Um, Clorinda and sometimes in later versions, Maid Marion like disguises herself as clorinda in some ballads mm. so yeah very weird um yeah i don't know about that yeah there's a lot i like the one where they're all foxes it's uncomplicated unmessy so <laughs> there's not there's not really any other through lines aside from he wears green he yeah. is good at He's bows good at the bow he is in the forest and uh-huh. he steals like that's kind of it right damn so like hunger games could be a robin Hood yeah kind of if she wore more green i think <laughs> yeah 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 And kind of with that in mind, I was looking at this book and being like, how does this, how is this Robin Hood, right? Okay, so like you said, we got green. She wears green. Okay. Yeah. She's good at shooting, but I don't think we really see that a ton. Just once. Yeah, just kind of the once. She talks a lot about it, but she only uses that bow once. Right. Um, And then I was like, okay, well, maybe there's like references to specific ballads or specific versions or whatever, right? So there's a couple, but... So getting into the plot, and I know I'm talking a ton here before we even talk about You're the plot, fine. but we're not going to have that much to say about the plot, I don't think. Yeah, but it's essentially, a road trip novel. Yeah, it's essentially a road trip novel where she picks up a few different friends along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts off with her sister. I don't know who that is supposed to be. I have no fucking clue what parallel mm-hmm. that's supposed little Zena. to be. Yeah, I don't know who Xena, like Robin Hood, I couldn't find any reference of any sibling for Robin Hood that hangs out with him. There mm-hmm. is one of his merry men, Will Scarlet, who is occasionally in ballads referred to as his nephew. So like Robin Hood has a sibling, but like he has that some sibling, family somewhere. Yeah. That sibling doesn't hang out with him. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who Xena supposed to be. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Then we've got Tenny, who is the most like clearly one of the merry men. Right. Cause she's yeah. little John. She's, not John. John's not little John. No, Tenny is because teeny mm. Tenny, little John. Uh. And also the way that they first meet is the way that Robin Hood meets little John in most. Uh, I think where he's about to steal his horse. No, where they fight with staffs. 
that's like very like that is how he met little john right okay okay. so tenny's little john i'm pretty sure but he's not that close to or she's not that close to tenny so like like in the sense of like she will die for any of them sure Mm -hmm. but like there's like one sentence where she like declares that like Tenny is the closest to her other than Zenny, but it's like or Zena, but I'm like, that's because you literally picked her up next and you've right. only known all of these people for like three weeks tops. Right. <laughs> and then I'm trying to remember who comes next. Viva. Viva. Mm-hmm. Um Viva, I have no fucking clue who she's supposed to be. I thought maybe Friar Tuck, but mm-hmm. then like John shows up and John is a a not paladin. Chaplain. Chaplain, but not chaplain. Templar. Oh, yeah. Well, he's trying to he's, be a he's Templar. He's a chaplain, too, but he was, like, in with the Templars. Yeah. Um. So I was like, maybe he's Friar Tuck? I don't know. None of them particularly share. He's, like, their healer guy. Friar know. Tuck. Like, the, the closest thing I can make it make sense for Friar Tuck is that it's Viva, but, like, the way that I'm making that make sense is wild because... The thing that I'm like, okay, she's Friar Tuck because she's the smart one, which isn't really Friar Tuck, but it's like that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the, the like priest thing of like, oh, the priest who doesn't do fighting but does do other stuff. Yeah. Except Friar Tuck does do fighting. So, like, that doesn't super make sense. But Friar Tuck's thing is that he has a pack of dogs that he sets on people in some ballads. Oh, cool. So I'm like, maybe that's <laughs> like the fire, that. right? Like fire is her, like Friar Tuck's the one yeah. who does area of effect spells. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> so maybe she's Friar Tuck. I don't know. Maybe. Um, And then we've got the paladin. <laughs> it's not a paladin, but I'm gonna keep calling him a paladin. I don't a chaplain. I I don't know who he's supposed to be either. My best guess was that um, he was either there's uh, a tradition in recent Robin Hood stories that Robin Hood has to have a Saracen or a Muslim like teammate, like one of the Merry Men is like a Muslim. Uh-huh. And that's been kind of a thing since the 70s, right? So, like, I'm wondering if maybe she was like, oh, yeah, there's always the Muslim, so they're going to have a Christian, right? But that's mm-hmm. not really, like, that doesn't have a very long-standing basis with the Robin Hood myth, so that doesn't super make sense. <laughs> um, and then my other thought was that um, maybe he was Friar Talk, and that was as good as I could get on him. Um, and then we've got Majid, right? Who is Marion, question mark, but doesn't really function in the same way that Marion does, except for like one of the stories that is, again, mm-hmm. fairly recent. I think it's 1800s. That has Marion act as a spy, basically. Um, and then the like Sheriff of Nottingham, I guess, is supposed to be Isabella. Maybe. And then it's like, is Richard Richard is or Richard is Richard Saladin or is he... Richard? <laughs> and then how does Richard fit into it if Saladin is the Richard figure or the Edward figure, depending on if you're going pre like the pre-crusade version. So overall, it's just like there's not. It's not a one-to-one. Yeah, no one-to-one. So the only really thing connecting them is that there's a bunch of people and she shoots an arrow one time. And that's pretty much it. 
and mm-hmm. then also like the stories of Robin Hood are almost and this is kind of I'm like maybe this is intentional but like Robin Hood is kind of antithetical to a road trip story because he very explicitly lives in one place he just hangs out in the in the woods yeah he specifically lives in like a specific woods um so that seems like we're not doing that even a little bit and then i was like and i'm so sorry again i'm just no i was trying to think in my head of what the woods were called and i just all i could think of was hundred acre and i was like that's not it i know that's not his what are the woods called it's the sheriff of nottingham he's robin of lock sherwood forest sherwood forest there it is thank you yeah hundred acre woods sherwood forest same (laughs) Same thing same thing get Mm -hmm. out of us britain um (laughs) we're really good at books on this podcast (laughs) so then i was like okay so like this is the story of a person involved in the crusades who is trying to return home right like that's her thing kind of yeah back home but she's trying to be done with the crusades but she keeps getting drawn back into crusady things and actually ends up spoiler alert being the reason that this crusade ends <laughs> but which like, is wild and there's also a whole plot of like having to rescue her love interest and i'm mm-hmm. like this is way closer to ivanhoe why is this not mm-hmm. just an ivanhoe remix it's i don't know of ivanhoe i don't know anything about ivanhoe yeah it's like a knight comes back from the crusades and gets involved in some like drama revolving around various different People. Does he go on a f- road trip? He, uh, it's more of a road trip because he's trying okay. to like come home from the Crusades. Dang. Maybe we should so, read like, Ivanhoe for no, our we next unit. No, we should not. Um, <laughs> and I don't think Ivanhoe's good. And I don't think this book is like a one-to-one with Ivanhoe either. But it's closer to Ivanhoe than it is to Robin Hood. So I'm very confused. I mean, I Ivanhood. guess... Like, the thief thing is specifically Robin Hood. Yeah, and, and there are times when they give, they take from uh, either religious figures or the rich, and they do give it away to those more in need. Ivanhoe is also also does disguises and also is, mm. like, about trying to defeat injustices and also um, has stuff about religion because there's a whole, like, uh, fairly major character who's, like, Jewish and it's a whole thing. Um, Mm -hmm. so I don't know. It just, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I feel like Amina Masafi had the idea for a book about the Crusades and the imprint that she has already worked with on other books was like, Hey, we're doing this remix series. You got anything? And she's like, I want to write a book about the Crusades. And they were like, can you make it Robin Hood? And she was like, I guess. And then (laughs) this is what happened. Cause it just doesn't read even a little bit Robin Hood to me. Yeah, it's got like the it's got enough to say like maybe. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that's I feel like that's totally fine as like a concept to just be like what if a Robin Hood like figure but in this situation instead, right? Like that's fine. But mm-hmm. then like the fact that some of the merry men have like more of a one-to-one where I'm like, that's clearly supposed to be Marion. That's clearly supposed to be little John, but then mm-hmm. most of them don't. It just, it's very, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, I don't know. Make one of them a bard. And then it's Alan Adale. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Bring the chicken. Yeah. Which is the, the rooster's name is Alan Adale. And it's very funny to me to think of a rooster named Alan. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a people name. That's not a rooster a- name. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when rooster going around called Alan? <laughs> uh, anyway, that was my 30 minute rant on yeah. why I don't think this is a Robin Hood remix. I mm-hmm. think it's just like a story that winks at being Robin Hood. Mm hmm. Excellent. In the meantime, if you have any books, we can... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, we could talk about it a little bit, the plot, I guess. Um, okay, so there's not so much of this book is Ram- Rama Alhud going around collecting her friends who then pull off this heist where they rob this woman who wants to reclaim her throne in Jerusalem um, and and rob her so she can't do that because she is not their rightful queen and uh and then they also end the crusade by doing another prank um very good yeah it's all it's pranks and shenanigans i um i i did read a review that said that this book they thought that everyone got out of all of their like tricky circumstances way too easily Mm. and i didn't know i don't know i felt like there were there were stakes but um i think i read that same review and i think later mm -hmm. down in the review maybe it was a different review there were a lot of Mm -hmm. reviews on this book that i felt were very sus Mm. um in what way like the i think it was that same one but i could be wrong but later they were like all of the christians are mean and that's silly and i'm like is it Uh, is it though because Are you reading the book? Is it? And looking at history? And is it? Is <laughs> like, it? Hmm. Um, the, 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 the point was basically like, oh, well, it's fine that there there are evil Christians. Like, I'm not saying there can't be evil Christians, but like some of the Muslims should also have been evil. And I'm like, nah, that's fine. I think that we didn't do that, actually. I yeah. think it's probably fine. I think probably the like 800 other books that have evil muslims and it probably should cover you for what you're looking for yeah you guys got john in this book he's like this big lanky white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes running around with all of these like (laughs) not like some of them are muslim one of them is from spain another is from like uh is from the mountain region mongolian uh it's just like two muslim characters Mm -hmm. no three no two muslim characters one mongolian character who i don't think specifies their religion um but yeah she says like she worships the sky and the yeah and the earth and a nature religion of some sort Uh, Mm -hmm. the vita is jewish Mm -hmm. um and then majid is also what is majid i think he's a different type of muslim oh yeah that's right because there's Mm -hmm. the whole thing about them being sunni and shia yeah um yeah so we got the full spectrum. So uh, Rama Alhud and Zina, her sister, they're fleeing from the city of Akko where there was, they were fighting with an army. They were in a, in a time where women were not believed to have been able to fight, correct? They were kind of given special permission by Omar, who was referred to as their brother, but I don't think it was like a blood relation. I think brother I think in arms. Brother in arms. Yeah. Uh, so someone later that their father only has daughters. Yes. So someone they like really respected and was and were friendly with before the the siege of the city of Akko was happening. Um, but so basically the, the, the siege is they, they, he can read the signs and be like, OK, these are things are going to go bad. You girls need to get out of here. And I command you like he uses his authority over them. He's like, I command you guys to escape the city and head to Jerusalem. 
presumably Xena, Xena translate this as like, oh, so that we can continue the fight there. Whereas like Rama Hood is like, no, so that we can escape and go do literally anything else because he doesn't want us harmed. Right. So the two of them kind of have like these differing thoughts, but they're like, we got to escape either way. Xena's feeling all kinds of like, um, uh, re- uh, ooh, what is it when you feel bad towards someone? Anger. Anger, yes, but like there's like a word that starts with. What does it start with? I think it's just the letter R. Resentment. Resentment. <laughs> oh my Ranger. god, it's been a long week. <laughs> she feels a lot of resentment towards Omar for 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 what she thinks is not believing in her abilities to stay and fight. Right. So they're fleeing the city. They have to put on disguises. They do a thing where they pretend like that Rama Alhud is is a uh, soldier and she's taken Xena captive and she's marching her through enemy enemy camps and stuff. Um, and eventually they come across this really beautiful little pony. And Rama Alhud is like, I love this horse. It's a beautiful horse. I'm not going to steal it because clearly it is a well-loved horse. Um, but I just I just need to stop and admire this horse. If and this woman steps up. I was up. continuing to try to match Merry Men to characters. The horse, I think, would be Will Scarlet. Because his, horse? his horse's name is Red. And I was like, <laughs> is that a, I guess that's a reference to Will that Scarlet. Could that could be. It's <laughs> <laughs> the closest I've got. <laughs> the horse belongs to um, a woman named Tenny, who... She is a very strong fighter, but then, like, later on, spoiler alert, we also find out that maybe she's a princess. She's a princess. It's fine. It's fine. It's real cash. She's like, you know, I really didn't want to go back and do the whole princess thing. I kind of just wanted to, like, be vibe. out in the world and hang out and vibe. And, like, by joining you, that was kind of my reason to keep doing that. And Rama was like, then don't leave us. And she's like, all right. All right, cool. So, yeah. like... Do they need a princess, Tenny? Do they need you at home? Like, do you have siblings that can take up the mantle for you? Like, I thought the implication was that she was going to be wanted back home to use uh, to do to, a wedding, to thing. do a wedding, and get some mm. uh, bargaining chip there. Oh, and in that was, case, Tenny, stay out. Yeah, stay, stay, stay and do out what and you're about. Doing. It's fine. Um, because I think I believe Tenny is um, from the Mongol dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. And I think she says who her like father is maybe at one point. I could be making that up, but I mm. think I'm pretty sure she says her dad is or possibly just that the leader of her people is Timujin, which mm. is Genghis Khan. Oh, so I think she's, so she's kind of important. I think she's Genghis Khan's kid. I think is what is happening. Wild. There. Yeah, because he had like. A lot of kids also who he used for do you know making marriage alliances and stuff so like mm-hmm. that kind of falls in place i'm pretty sure timogen uh genghis khan how would however you want to refer to him was in power during the third uh crusade but i could be wrong on that um when was the third crusade when was this book happening <laughs> let me look at the timeline the started in 1191 CE. Okay, so this would have been before Genghis. So he was doing stuff at this point but wasn't technically the emperor at this point. Yeah. 
I have a hard time kind of grounding this book in time, uh, mm-hmm. mostly because it's not like a time period I'm very familiar with, but also because it was like really loosey goosey with the times in between meetings of characters. Like they just be like, and we were traveling, yeah, and then we met a person, and then we I were in a city all of a sudden. It took place in the space of um, like two months because based on the mm-hmm. the seas of Akka was in I believe July. And the signing of the, I can't remember the name of the treaty, but it's the treaty that gets signed at the end of this book. That is the Mm -hmm. uh, treaty that ended the Third Crusade, which is in September. So Mm. this is not a long time period. (laughs) Just for for context. That's that's what we're dealing with. So after we meet Tenny, we meet another horse. Um, This horse is the most beautiful horse anyone's ever seen. This is like the horse. Um, And they see it being mistreated by um by whoever is handling it at the moment and 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 Tenny and and Rama Alhud both have like a, a reverence for horses and and a respect for them um and so they see this and they're like this is an injustice we have to steal this horse they do steal My the best horse guess is this horse is I don't know maybe much I'm not really sure I'm, I'm not sure we're really which animal the- in the Disney movie is this horse uh <laughs> is it a horse <laughs> were there any horses in the disney movie i don't know i feel like no right did they ride horses in the disney adaptation of robin i think they might have did that's they? weird hold on. i don't know disney horses no they didn't because they must not have because the first the scene where Prince John mm-hmm. is in the carriage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's being pulled by like elephants that are like oh. soldiers, not like oh. horses. It's like two, it's like, ele- like an ups, elephant like, and a rhino like a... that are just standing up and like pulling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I gotcha. think probably horses don't exist. They just wrote them out. They're like, is this like, too much to deal with? Much. There's no horses in this movie. <laughs> um, wonderful. So <laughs> they steal the horse bad idea it was queen isabella's horse who's queen isabella she's this woman who at some point in time was the queen of jerusalem uh and through the entirety of this crusade uh has lost that throne wants it back um and uh is is in the background trying to do all this like manipulating and stuff i it was weird because like in in this book Right. Or just like mm-hmm. as a person, you want to be like, yeah, a woman, a woman should like take the power back from these men. But then you have to like zoom out and be like, not this one, though. Not yeah. this situation. This sh- don't root for her. It <laughs> did feel a little like because I also don't think that Queen Isabella. And I haven't looked super into it, but I don't think mm-hmm. she really did much of any of the stuff as described like I don't think mm-hmm. that there was any implication that she was ever plotting to this extent you know mm-hmm. so it is kind of weird to take a historical figure who is a woman and be like mm, she's power hungry and gross and we hate mm-hmm. it um, when and again this is kind of getting to what my ask was for this uh, one which we definitely didn't accomplish even a little bit which was just one of the characters is gender swapped instead of all of them yeah um because I definitely think she's supposed to be the sheriff of Nottingham, right? Like, that's uh, almost certainly what's going on here. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, you know, Robin Hood's a girl, so we need a girl villain, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you just had King Richard right there. You could have just made it King Richard, you know? You could have just had King Richard do it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why the... I mean, I guess because, like, 
yes, eventually King Richard, like, historically does come to a treaty mm-hmm. with Saladin. But, yeah, it just seemed like a a choice to... Mm-hmm. And it almost felt like it was dancing around, like, engaging with that. But it just didn't, really. With the whole, like, yeah, women was... not having power thing. Really kind of thrown by these, like, we get these third-person chapters... Mm-hmm kind of mixed in where it's all of the like european kings and queens povs basically yeah i think we also get saladins at one point yes yeah so like all all of these like royal figures we get third person povs from them whereas the rest of the book is like first person typical young adult right um but i don't know i don't know how i felt about that like i could understand the ones from queen isabella because she's kind of like set up as our main antagonist to Mm -hmm. this group but like everyone else, I'm like, this is this is kind of weird, not weird storytelling, but like jarring it to me. It felt like, again, that Amina Masafi had an idea to write a book about the Crusades and had done like a lot of research into the Crusades and wanted to mm-hmm. talk about these like historical moments, like the uh, slaughter of um, uh, uh, prisoners by King Richard and then the resulting slaughter from Saladin, like. That's, mm-hmm. like, a real thing that happened, right? That's mm-hmm. not invented for this book. Um, so it felt like she had done, like, research in the Crusades and really wanted to to talk about that, but then was, like, having to do a Robin Hood thing on the side. Yeah, whereas, like, the, the, the Robin Hood and Band of Mary people were, like, they, they were a little detached from all of that until, until we get the execution of the prisoners, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just kind of, like... Here are things that are happening in our background that are affecting our life because like this entire region is at war at the moment and we are we were fighting in that war at one point. But I just like they were kind of like, I don't know, they yeah. they just the only re- the only tie they really had to these characters was the accidental theft of the queen's horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's snowballing from there. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was just something I just wanted more or again more, more or less, less. more yeah. or less it should have either been like a foley that this is taking place in with the background of the crusades or they mm-hmm. needed to be more tied into the political machinations from the beginning because yeah. the way it is it's just like whoops we stumbled into a coup situation yeah um which is a lot uh, whereas it could have been just remove the whole thing about like how they saved the crusades and just have them mm-hmm. not do that part. And it, yeah. It would have also worked, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as it was, it was kind of kind of and like. And the ending felt like so rushed to me. They were like, we're going to do this one last hijinks in order to bring peace to the to the region. And then the book was done. I was like, oh, it worked, oh, okay. I guess. I guess that worked. Without right. a hitch. And again, I think it's like the historical context of if you happen to like know about the Crusades and be like, yes, that is a a treaty that did work for a little bit of time mm. um but like if you don't and then you have to like go look that up it kind of yeah. takes you out of the book a little bit <laughs> um all right so so we we have the horse we have tenny we meet viva next who uh they come across her she's just kind of walking down a path and she's very distinct because she's naked completely um and so they're just Rama Hood has to just be like uh excuse me can I ask what your whole deal is uh, they learn that 
um viva is andalusian and uh she is kind of on her own in the world at the moment again just like um doing doing a lot to to talk about how like displaced and disrupted everyone's lives are by the by these continuous wars right um and again we we've become accidentally topical uh with our Mm -hmm. book again Mm -hmm. our book choice it started with with titanic and we just haven't stopped being accidentally topical um but it's it's um i think it was touching on that but again didn't like and and maybe this is because like it is a YA novel and like how how deep do you want to get into that in in this book that's that's reading for younger audiences but I don't know she's just kind of like yeah I don't I don't have any family I'm gonna pal around with you guys um and does eventually become the love interest of um Xena which is it's if this were like an AO3 tag it would be like squint and you're and you'll or like blink and you'll miss it sort mm-hmm. of shit yes. you know like um it was definitely not the focus i thought it was an interesting choice to have that through the like have the main character of the book kind of like be unaware that that's developing even though like it's very obvious to the readers and then have like that coming out scene through the lens of the main character who is like in in a heterosexual relationship i was just like "Mm." I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it was maybe disappointing to me because um, my only knowledge of Amina Maisafi's like other works before this was um, "Tell Me How You Really Feel," which is a sapphic uh, romance, like contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of her other books are contemporaries. Um, and so I kind of had the idea of her as like specifically a queer author who writes like queer stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, and also this gets tagged as like LGBTQ rep. And I mm-hmm. really don't think it, if you're looking to make a book of, or a list of LGBTQ rep, I probably wouldn't put this one on it. Not cause it's bad mm-hmm. or cause the rep is bad just cause it's, pretty irrelevant to the yes. overall everything it's it's very like it's very much in the background and like there's a lot of like shoehorning of the characters getting mm-hmm. paired off in this mm-hmm. book which also i was like why did we need to do this um because yeah the princess ends up with the next dude that we're going to talk about and then i guess technically mm-hmm. we should have mentioned majid already because he oh was, yeah i forgot about majid honestly he's a childhood he was such friend. A nothing. <laughs> he's a childhood friend of rama and her sister and um they meet back up during the siege of and rama's always had a crush on him and rama's had a thing for him um and he's like i'm gonna let you go i'm not gonna get you guys in trouble and then like kind of he falls in with Queen Isabella after the horse thing and he's supposed to hunt down the thief a little bit and then he mm-hmm. like finds it's her like and is like I'm- implied that he's with the assassins like the assassins from Assassin's Creed that are against yeah. the Templars situation he's like I'm not one of them but I'm with them it's like <laughs> okay so are you one of them I don't what's your whole deal man but yeah he's there too occasionally he just pops yeah. in and out which he is, just pops is in pretty when it's convenient made Marion-esque mm-hmm. of like most versions she's not full-time living in the woods yet you know mm-hmm. um so our next friend that we pick up after viva is john 
the white guy he uh is they go into town they're like hey we need some money because we have none and we hungry so they go they're like we're just gonna go to this hotel we're gonna pretend we're merchants and then we're just gonna break into someone's room and steal some stuff they do that the room they break into though belongs to a bunch of templars and these templars are all like drinking and initiating a new um person into their order uh and this is john john who is a chaplain so through a series of 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 hijinks uh they the um rama convinces all of the templars to drink this very potent alcohol i think is what it is that basically knocks them all unconscious they tie them all up steal all their stuff and then run off they're like haha we did it they tie them up or they get them knocked out but then they take them out of the hotel room yeah which like why and i was trying to find because there is a couple robin hood stories where they do get people drunk to steal from them solid plan but i don't i don't think i could find anywhere like getting them out of the room was integral to the plan so i was like what was the point of this i would get it they, if it was a like, reference to a thing making but, like, a of a hook and pulley system to yeah, like launch them out the to, windows just to do this and i think like the reason is like they're afraid they'll wake up but i'm like they don't want people to come across them maybe want, i don't, don't want know people to come in i don't know it just it was like this seems like because they do have people see them there's a large audience watching them the and bending on whether or not and they like make up a thing to the host of like oh they're our friends and they're drunk and we're trying to get them home so I guess it's not a hotel room. I guess it's just like a place where they're drinking. Maybe like, yeah, like at a tavern, maybe yeah. like they have a private room in the back. Maybe maybe that's what's going on. But then even still, I feel like it would be easier to explain like if you get caught with your hand in their pocket versus you got you them all naked them in the alleyway the behind. Yeah, and there was something about the horses because they wanted the horses, but they didn't need they didn't need. I don't know why they needed to get them out the window. I don't know. I don't know either, but they, they, they're like, haha, we have all their money. We're rich now. And they're walking around. And then this little girl comes up and she's like, hey, please help me find my grandma. Uh, I am from, I'm not from this area. My parents have died. Me and my brother are here. We just, we were just told our grandma lives here and we don't even know where to begin looking. So of course, Rama's like, don't worry, kids. I got you. Uh, she takes them uh, to a, um, a, religious takes guy. Them to a church because church she yes thank you in <laughs> talking to the the kids that their mother was christian of some ilk and their father was muslim so mm -hmm. they're like well we could take the kids with us and they will remain muslim or we can turn them over to her, the grandmother who will raise them christian and they ask the kids what they want to do and the kids are like yo we want to go to our grandma so they're mm -hmm. like okay because we are good people who aren't uh shitheads like the crusaders we will return them or, or we'll find their the grandmother, family. even though yeah. it would be a, a loss for our faith, right? Yes. Uh, and then they find the grandma and she's like, I have no money to feed them. And so Rama's like, here, have this money that I just stole. And from she the tells rich, the kid, and like, I give it to the needy. She tells the kid, like, if you need to find me, like, I'm Rama Al Hood and mm -hmm. like, call on me but then they immediately leave town so like i don't know it's okay kid this kid finds her later anyway <laughs> uh yeah 
Um, so, so they begin to build this reputation as people who, who do really nice things. Um, and, um, and that's why, uh, John joins because they go back and the other Templars had dipped and left. They left him behind. And he's he's, like, I, they were never going to induct me. I know they are meanies and they don't really follow the faith. They were hazing me. You guys, uh, are good people. And I have seen that. So I will follow you so that I can maybe do good Mm -hmm. things. And it's like, okay. they have to do a big escape out the city where they have to go in these tunnels underneath like Templar headquarters. And there is a theme throughout this book of like, not so much a theme, it's just like a, a pattern of Rama sacrificing herself so that everyone else can get away. And that just happens every time they're in trouble. Hmm. Um, including at the very end, like the, 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 the climax of the book. But so, so they escape the city. So now they've got John, they've got Viva, they got Tenny. Uh, and, um, two horses, two horses. <laughs> and, then did, and then they go to like this little seaside village. Um, and the village, they're like, Hey, we've heard, we've heard about you guys. And she's like, Oh, cool. Here, ha- here's all the stuff that I stole while I was underground in this Templar place. You can use it to feed your village. And, and, uh, they they agree to like let them stay there that night and and uh, we'll give them supplies and stuff to continue on with their journey. But here's the thing: while they were doing all of this traveling, um, we do hear about uh, Richard King Richard uh, executing the Muslim prisoners uh, from the siege of Akko. So that's like Omar, the the person that Zena and and Rama know personally, they um, assume that he he was one of the the victims, and so they're very upset. And the the leader of this village is like, "Well, I also have another tidbit of information for you. Queen Isabella is going to be passing by here, these mountains, in two days' time. I'm just going to give you that information. You do with that what you will." best of luck to you we really enjoy everything you're doing shenanigans we approve and we also know that queen isabella is the reason that richard killed all of these Mm -hmm. because what has happened is that queen isabella has her little mitts on the key to the sepulcher 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 i hate that word sepulcher 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 it's definitely a cur sound but i don't know sepulcher Sepulchre. Sepulchre. Oh, let's look it up. Sepulchre. We listened to this audiobook. I know, but I listened to it at like almost three times speed. (laughs) Sepulchre is what the Google man says. Sepulchre. Sepulchre. Okay. Um, So she has the key to the the sepulchre that the Christians need to worship at uh, in in Jerusalem um, and Richard thinks Saladin has it and is preventing Christians from worshiping. And Saladin is like, nah, and that's what's going on. And so Queen Isabella is trying to make it so that like, that's the, that basically she's got the trump card here of being able to get that sepulcher back open. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think she's got some sort of like plotty plot thing about like making Richard think it's, more Saladin yeah. than it is so that like he'll keep fighting Saladin so she'll get Jerusalem back or whatever um there's something she's like altered the treaty in some way that's yeah. like gonna so give her more power the idea. whole thing yeah. um and so that's why King Richard killed a bunch of people but like again I feel like that's kind of undercutting the historical like um terribleness of 
man that like nah he and making it seem like a woman did it all yeah no he he that's not that's not what happened that's on him that's man. on him he decided to execute a bunch of people for no reason like uh but we get our revenge on isabella um okay so they pretend they pretend to be uh these tea salespeople um in the mountains as the crusade is passing by and there is a whole series of things where they've they've set up this like kind of explosion whatever it doesn't matter they get this giant chest of treasures from the caravan and they flee with it in the night uh and when they open it up later they're like wow look at all this money oh no there's a peace treaty in here that was going to stop the war and some keys and keys what (laughs) okay so they don't know what to do they're just gonna hang out in the mountains for a while while they think of what they should do majid shows up again that's his name right uh, that's what I've been saying. So. Majid, okay. It's not, I don't know why. I just second guess myself there. Majid shows up. He's like, hey, I tracked you. Um, I got to let you know that Isabella's big mad and is sending people out to find you and kill you. Well, no, take you back to the capital so she can torture you, essentially, because you've embarrassed her. You stole her horse and you stole all her money and she's big mad. Um, so what are we going to do? And she's like, well, I guess we're going to have to do another mischief in which I stop the war. And they say, okay. My job. We'll go with you to do this war stoppage. Or maybe, maybe Isabella's supposed to be Prince John in the later versions because it's like a false king thing. But also I'm just like. That was kind of the impression. Yeah, because it's like someone trying to assert their claim to a throne that doesn't. But like none of these people, like it's all, they're all King John. Yeah. So. (laughs) They're all of them that. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, John. King John's all the, Prince John's all the way down. <laughs> Prince, Prince John, the, the phony king of England. <laughs> uh, so uh, Isabella finds out Majid is a spy. That's she oh, takes no. him. She's like, I'm going to take you captive and and lure Ramad 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 Al Hud here, um, and and then capture him because she thinks, of course, the thief is a man. She's like, I'm going to capture him. Because he will surely come after one of his band of merry men. Um, of course, they find out that Majid has gone, been taken captive, and they're like, "Dang, now we gotta save him!" But surely it's a trap. And they're like, "Let's and lean into that." At this is the point where Isabella's like, "What should we do to get this green hood?" And like one of her handmaidens or whatever is like, "What does he like?" And she's like archery and also yes. these men. And I don't know that really he's done anything to make her think, or she's done anything to make her she's think. She's not used archery, her bow at like, all. At all. I mean, like she has it with her, but yeah. I don't know. Um, and then, so she's like, well, should we have like an archery contest? And Queen Isabel is like, no, that would be dumb. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, so I think this is supposed to be the archery contest because in a lot of more recent versions, part of the archery contest is also saving Maid Marian. Yes. But usually more in a like... Like from prince in tights. Yeah. Men in tights. Yeah, I think usually the vibe is more like saving her from having to kiss somebody else versus Mm -hmm. like saving her because she's going to be executed. So Mm -hmm. I tried to see if there were any versions that had Maid Marian almost get executed and I don't think there are that I could find. Mm -hmm. So they pull they pull off this this plan where they just pass out so many green hoods to everyone. They're paying people to wear green hoods. And then as they're about to hang Majid, 
uh, Rama stands up. She's like, mm, I got you, man. And she, she shoots her bow and arrow finally and severs the rope just as they're hanging him. So he falls and he's able to scurry away. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. Uh, then Queen Isabella's like, get this, get this green hood. Get this fool. And they're like, there's hundreds of green hoods. What do we do? Everyone is in a commotion. People are running everywhere because Queen Isabella's like, kill them all. I don't, I don't care. Kill all of them. This is the point of my anger I'm at right now. Again, this is um, not a thing from Robin Hood as far as I know. Women this is from are Spartacus. Just, they shouldn't be in charge because they're so hysterical all the time, right? Like, it felt like this was like, there were so many... <laughs> There are so many things in this book that I'm like, this isn't a Robin Hood thing. This is an X Y Z thing, right? Like, whereas yeah. like, this is an Ivanhoe thing, or even like a this is this a Spartacus. Is, this is a Spartacus, <laughs> or like the naked uh, uh, person wandering. I was like, this is a Knight's Tale. This is like, a knight. This what? is oh, Paul Bettany in a Knight's Tale, though. <laughs> I know, right? What's hmm. happening? Like, none of this is a Robin Hood thing. <laughs> Why are we calling it a Robin Hood thing? It was just like a general pastiche of medieval yes. like inspired stuff and, I and was maybe like, that's okay. like they can get away with saying remix instead of retelling maybe yeah, that but was I feel maybe like that was on us the other ones in the remix series are more like one-to-one i could be wrong mm. about that but i don't know i guess we'll find out next year when we finally, when we read finally get around to it <laughs> <laughs> uh um so then Rama allows herself to be captured, essentially, is to, what happens. To keep... To save Zena. Yeah, Zena from getting got. Yes. She, she, but it was kind of like the plan the whole time for her to get caught specifically. So this was just like an opportune moment to do so. She's taken to jail. Isabella's like, I'm going to torture this one myself. If you hear any screams, don't come in to her jail cell. Um... Rama gets a one up on Queen Isabella and steals her little her little seal. That's what they need this whole time. What they were after was this little seal so that they could make a new peace treaty um, and 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 put whatever they wanted on it. But they needed the seal of a royal to do it. Uh, And so luckily, this queen just has it on her all the time. And they have a little scuffle in this jail cell and Rama snatches it and then flees the prison. And all these guards are like get that get that girl and she fl- she escapes them all she's fantastic uh and she meets back up with her group and they're like we've got one more prank to pull on these royals and then we'll be done which i feel like some of the reviews and stuff that i read again there were a lot of sus reviews on this book mm-hmm. um that i was like i know i know why you're complaining about this and it's <laughs> not the reason mm, you're saying it's not good <laughs> um but like a lot of people You're were like, looking at it through one very specific lens. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, it's she's a Mary Sue and she can just she just gets away. I'm like, yeah, that's the only Robin Hood like quality she has. That's what Robin Hood <laughs> does. He always gets away. <laughs> he just gets away with everything. And he's smarter yes. and better than everyone else. And he's it's not that he's coming up with plans ahead of time. He's just like he's just so really quick witted. Right. Like that's yeah. the point. That is the one thing where I'm like, yeah, this is a Robin Hood. This is Robin know? Hood. Yeah. Complain so, about the fact that there's no Alan Adale. Complain about yeah, that. Yeah, where is the rooster with the, with the little <laughs> fiddle? What does he play? A lute? A lute, I think. Yeah, where's the where's the rooster and his lute? The lutester. Alan the lutester. This last prank, their last prank is what they're going to do. Is Final prank. They go to Saladin and they're like, hey, man, we got this peace treaty. 
you want to meet with these people? And they're like, yeah, but we need a translator. And Rama's like, I'm a translator. And they're like, cool. And then they sign the peace treaty that they created, Rama and her band of married people. Doesn't she... And the crusades are over. Doesn't she, like, reveal to Saladin the thing about the keys? Yeah. That he's about to get fucked over or whatever? And didn't they, like, make a bunch of copies of the keys, too, or something? I, I thought know. there was like a plot point where she's like, Tenny, you got to go make copies of these keys. But then I don't think that came back. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know that like the, the treaty at the end, which again, I can't remember the actual historical name of it, but you know, whatever. Um, it's the, the terms that were at the end of the third crusade was basically like Saladin gets to keep everything, but mm-hmm. he has to let people come and pray in Jerusalem mm-hmm. was pretty much what it was. And I think and that was that, all thanks to Rama Hood. Prayer was supposed to be at the Holy Sepulchre, and mm. that's why they maybe were distributing the keys. So it was like Isabella couldn't. Yeah, now prevent. that so many people have the keys, yeah, your everybody, keys mean nothing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That was this book that that and then it just ends. It ends. Um, there's a little bit about like, what are we gonna do next? Let's go adventuring. And then there's yeah, like a little. They flash- keep all of Isabella's money. Yeah, of course. And then there's, Mm -hmm. like, a flashback at the end to, like, when they were children. And I'm like, okay, so this is making it seem like the point of this book is about the sisters, right? But, like, it's not. Right, but it wasn't. It just isn't. Like, Yeah, it was just, like, it was the shenanigans this group got up to. Yeah, and it does end with them, like, buying a parcel of land somewhere and then, like, making a little community and they all live together in this commune situation. Which seemed cool. I guess that's Sherwood Forest now. That's Sherwood Forest. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. 100 That's acre it. woods right there. The 100 acre woods. Mm-hmm. The 100 acre woods. <laughs> she got it. She I got there. She got there. Uh, yeah, like there was nothing wrong with this book. There, It just, it was just not it wasn't for, as. It wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't as deep as it could have been perhaps. How deep is this book? How deep is this book? Um. But we're done with it. We're done with it now. We're done with the unit. I guess final thoughts on the unit. While I just, I feel like there are more gender swap retellings, but like when you Google it. It's hard. You you get the same five books over and over again. I don't know why. So I think this, I mean, it's definitely a, a genre, a, 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 a trope, an idea that I I would keep reading. Certainly. I think that the trope works best when it is saying something about gender and why. Yeah. Why is it that, different when I the, tell it this way? The things that were more important to this book was the race and religion changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that had something to say. I don't feel like the gender really had anything to do with anything. Yeah. I um, Yeah, I agree with that. And as I've already said, I don't think this is actually a retelling. So like. Yeah. It's a it's a remix of a lot of things. It's a remix of just medieval medieval stuff. stuff I guess. Yeah, I actually don't even really know if all of those things are medieval period or not. I feel like some mm-hmm. of them aren't, but whatever. Who cares? Anyway, <laughs> next week we will be kind of wrapping up, but not really. Uh, but continuing our yeah. with the spookiest thing for Halloween, of course. Oh. Um, the Hunger it's terrifying, Games, terrifying. Three, uh, Mocking Jay. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The week after that, we will be continuing my unit on spooky, spooky demon possession or various possession books. Anna, what are mm-hmm. we reading for our classic example? Guess what? We're reading The Exorcist. Oh, who could have seen it coming? We're reading The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. 
Mm. So. Awesome. Come back for that. It's on Hoopla, by the way, both the oh. audiobook and ebook. So I was like, blessed. Well, for you, maybe, and not at, not necessarily at my library. Oh, I hope it's at yours, too. Remember, Hoopla works different for us. Hoopla works in different ways. <laughs> in the meantime, if you have any books or units you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, either because you think we'd love them or hate them, you can tweet at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. So if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm going to steal your horse. You're going to be so embarrassed on the world to on the world tour world. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the world tour stage, the world stage. You will be so embarrassed. No, the, world tour. the world tour that you're going to go on with your band. Um. <laughs> If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Amina Mesafi, then what do you want? Clothes, a bath, some food. If you provide even one of those, I will go with you as far as you are going. The ends of the earth, if need be, to the devil himself at this point. There's no need to go to the devil, I say. It's hell enough here. Got him. Got him. (laughs) I got him. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>